Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode 40 of the Nonsense Podcast. And this week we have on Jeff Todd from I Call Fives. He is the vocalist, frontman, whatever you want to call it, of I Call Fives, uh, lyricist. And um, he's got, obviously, you know, if you know anything about I Call Fives, they always have some fun lyrics. And uh, so we actually get a chance to talk about that a little bit, you know, his, uh, his writing style and behind some of your favorite songs from I Call Fives. Um, also in this episode, we talk about um, his touring life when, you know, uh, I Call Fives was really active in the touring scene and, um, you know, basically flying everywhere and driving everywhere across the country and meeting all these incredibly interesting characters along the way. So we talk about some of the more famous people that he actually got a chance to meet and um, some of the names will surprise you. It's really, really sick story. And um, I would also like to take a moment just to shout out my band before we get into things. So uh, what makes sense? We just released our first single of 2021 called Groundhog Day that's available on all streaming platforms. We also have a music video up on YouTube and uh, music video also premiered on New Noise magazine. So you can go over there and watch and uh, also read a little bit of an article about um, the song and, um, you know, some of the lyrics behind that. So uh, as for the podcast, if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, uh, any of the other streaming platforms, please, um, if you'd like to, you can go ahead and follow us or subscribe. Uh, that definitely helps with us being able to um, be a little bit easier to find with the uh, algorithm and the way that Apple and Spotify work. So that would be greatly appreciated. You also will get to, uh, you know, stay up to date with the most uh, recent episodes. We have a lot of very cool new guests coming up, um, some of which you definitely will know. And so I uh, wouldn't want you to miss that. And you get to be the first person to listen to it once it drops. So uh, you can also leave a rating as well if you are on Apple Podcasts. But uh with that all being said, I think it's time to get into the episode. So this is episode 40 of the Nonsense Podcast by What Makes Sense, and this is Jeff Todd of I Call Fives. Enjoy the episode, and we'll see you in two weeks. But how is everything going with you? Everything has been absolutely fantastic. I want to say thanks for you taking the time to speak to me. Dude, not I a problem. am always talking to people. I run I run a video game stream where I sit and talk to myself half the time. But that, <laughs> that's dude, what it's all about, bro. Dude, pump your own tires. What's that called? Uh it's uh so I play on Facebook gaming. It's called Jeff Todd Live. Go check it oh, out. Hell yeah, Jeff Todd yeah. Live, everybody. That's yeah, good. man. Um, dude, but absolute privilege to have you on today and uh so we were both excited um you know when adam texted me that we we were gonna have you on i was like oh wow like you know we we got to really button up our stuff uh you know you're probably i would say one of the biggest guests we've had on so um yeah it's a, again a, a privilege to be speaking with you so i'm very excited i was, I was i'm a huge i call fives fan hells yeah and, Hells yeah, I appreciate it, guys. <laughs> and dude, it sounds like you have a lot coming up right now. I mean, you guys just announced the other day on your Facebook that you have some new material in the works. So, um, can you shed any light on that? I know that's um, you know you may want to keep some things secret for now, but yeah, whatever you can tell us, uh, whatever you're comfortable with, man, feel free to share. I I appreciate it. Uh, we do have a lot of stuff in the works right now, and we're going to be making a lot of announcements. Honestly, within the next month, I can tell you guys that we have recorded new material. Uh, we're looking to release it sometime uh, very soon uh, under uh, a label uh, with uh, a song that we recorded with some friends. We actually we just recorded with. Uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Wonder Years. We uh, recorded with Casey Cavalier. He's the guitarist in the Wonder Years, and. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Mr. Mike Kennedy, actually, who's a good friend of ours, played drums on it for us because we're uh, we're still in the works of getting our drummer back uh, from Long Island, New York. And with all this pandemic <laughs> stuff, we were, we were having a lot of trouble with the whole writing process and going back and forth. So uh, Kennedy gave us a hand with that. And that was really cool. Where are you based <laughs> out of these days? 
I live about five minutes outside of Philadelphia. I live in South Jersey. Uh, the rest of the band uh, is honestly, they're right in Philly or right outside of Philly as well. So we're still right around the same area, which is very convenient for us. Uh, our last practices have really been all uh, via like Facebook Messenger, mm -hmm. Skype, Zoom calls. We, we've pretty much done it all, but uh, still collabing and writing songs, sending the... Uh, the the open logic files and pro tools files back and forth to each other mm -hmm. laying our own little parts down and letting letting each other know no that sucks send it back you know <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that uh but it's yeah, no honestly it's it's been really cool and it's a it's it's a very different way uh than i'm used to for songwriting yeah but i i love what we've gotten out of it because i feel like the way it's being broadcasted to each other, I think it's under a little more of a microscope kind of thing. So everyone feels a little more, uh, I don't know, nervous about what they're sending. So they really work hard on it, mm -hmm. <laughs> including myself. Yeah. So that's how, awesome. how much of the lineup is the same from when he did the self title? Uh, so from the self titled, it is myself, uh, Drew, the bass player, and Mike Joffe, which is he's one of the guitarists. Uh, the other guitarist right now is actually the original guitarist, uh, Ant Plata. He was uh, he was on First Things First and Bad Advice. Um, so, but he uh, was not on the other ones. Uh, we had a, a matriculating line of people going in and out towards the end there, but. Uh, I'm 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 very very happy with the lineup that we uh, got back together. Now uh, everything is very cohesive. Everyone's on the same page, and that's a huge deal for me because with with songwriting, it just being all over the place makes it makes makes bad songs. It really does. It's it's a it's a it's too many ideas, like you know, too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing. We have it. I think we've got a very solid strategy now to where we're bringing creative like. I don't want to call it artwork because I don't want to, you know, sound pompous, but like <laughs> a really, that's what yeah, I really, you know, just the ability to be creative together and uh, it's, it, it's working out well right now. And I'm super happy with what we've got so far. As a fan, that's awesome to hear. Cause you guys always had, even from like the start, you, you were good at like every aspect of what you guys are doing. Like whether it was acoustic full band, it always sounded right. If that makes sense. No, I, I I greatly appreciate it, and I, I and I I think that really goes back to again we we really had solid relationships going through. So when someone brought either a song or a part of a song to the table, we all had relatable experiences that we could sort of mold together into like one cohesive idea, and um, I think that has even gotten like stronger. I know it sounds ridiculous, but like in this whole pandemic area we have more time to dedicate to the actual music, which is, Oh my God. I wish we would have taken this time in the past after, you know, being locked in a van for hours and hours and hours when we're, you know, touring all over the world. Uh, just now that we're home and I still work a full-time job and everything. And I am a full-time streamer as well, but like, I, I just, I feel like so much more time is being dedicated this, to this from every angle. And, uh, I'm a huge fan of it because I really, I, and I'm really excited to share all this stuff with you guys because it's, I'm, I'm super proud of what we've done so far. And Jeff, a, a lot of people we've had on this podcast, whether it be like big or small, like we've had, you know, our friends who are in bands, you know, not necessarily at your level quite yet, but you know, everybody across the map has been like, you know, despite the weird circumstances and not being able to tour, it's been a fantastic time to reiterate your point that like it's been great for creative. You guys have been able to really sit down and, you know, pick apart things. And I know you said everything's very much under like a microscope when you're doing it this way. And that that's true, you know, because all they have all people have is to, you know, uh, to listen back to is like the audio files. You're not doing it in real time in practice. So. Yeah, that, that's great. It sounds like from a songwriting standpoint that you guys are really, uh, you know, sitting down and taking a lot of time with the material. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, so we're all a little bit older now. And I think one of our follies when we were uh, a good deal younger, uh, over 10 years ago, 11, 12 years ago, we were touring for quite some time, but we toured constantly. We straight up that van, that van 
was our, I mean, that was my first bedroom, not my second bedroom. My, <laughs> my second bedroom was when, you know, I showed up at my parents' house and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm going to crash here for a couple of weeks and then I'm heading yeah. back out on the road, but I love you guys. <laughs> like, what, uh, what van did you guys have? Uh, so we went through three different vans. Our first one that we went out in was, it was a painter's van, had no windows. We, <laughs> we, we literally ripped out the seats from like a junkyard, like 1975, like Econoline. They were the oldest. They look like diner booth seats. Oh my it, God. Oh, you know, everyone busted our balls for them, but they were the comfiest yeah. <laughs> van chairs in the history of man. They probably had some horrible stuff done on them, but I'll tell you those seats were comfy. But yeah, we lined the inside of that van with Christmas lights and tour posters and oh, stuff, awesome. and it was it was kind of, it was kind of like home for for a little yeah. bit of a while, and then uh, then the engine decided to explode while we were in the middle of a tour. We were literally driving across the country to Tacoma, Washington, to pick up on a tour on the West Coast, uh, and we got you know just past Pittsburgh, and and our you know oh. engine decided to explode. You were in your home state, <laughs> didn't even make it out. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, we we're very close, very close. But uh, yeah, no. So we actually we we had to cancel a few dates going out there. We had you know stuff going uh, lined out on the way. We had you know Ohio, Chicago. Mm-hmm. We were going up in Minnesota and stuff like that. And we had to cancel those very unfortunately. Which you know it's it's always a bummer. You hate to cancel a show. Uh, but we went home. We scrounged together every dollar we could. We got some friends that really, really helped us out. Some family members that like were mechanics that did the work for free and replaced the engine. And then we we drove, we drove. I think it was fifty two or fifty three hours straight. We did not stop unless it was for gas from Washington Township, New Jersey, to Tacoma, Washington, and made it. I think it was like an hour and a half before our set. And I remember it specifically because we all like crawled out of the van. It was called the It's Been a Summer Fest in uh, Tacoma, Washington. And uh, yeah, we we played a we played and we had a great time. And I remember our drummer was so friggin' tired from because he did the majority of the driving because he's a beast. I yeah, feel like he, drummers he always do. You know, they always drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- towards the end, I wish that were the case. It, I used to turn down, end. you know. <laughs> No, no, I, I, what, I completely what was the understand. Last, what was the last show you guys played? I'm trying to think. The last time I saw you guys was at the Loft in Poughkeepsie no way. at one of the GK Holiday Festivals. And then you were supposed to come back on a show with the punches that canceled. I want to say it was like 2012. So so at the end of 2012, that, that was... That was our last, like, American tour dates with the exception of, like, a few one-offs. Um... In 2014, uh, we got offered to go up and play Soundwave in Australia, and wow. I I didn't want to turn down another trip to Australia because the first time we went there, I I met some of the like greatest people I've ever met in my life, and we had so much fun there. I was like, I I can't not go to australia even though uh, as a band you know we we really we were like reaching our our end at that point but we we really that that was our last set of shows but we had a phenomenal time down there we got to play and hang out with some of the bands that were like huge to us when we grew up i literally got so the reason i got into playing music is my my dad was a singer in like a bar band cover band and he was playing When I Come Around by Green Day. And I was like, yeah, that rules. I'm like seven or eight years old. Wow. I was like, I'm going to be, be bigger than Green Day. And, you know, that's one of the, like, my two goals in life were to play with Green Day and to tour Warp Tour. And I got to do both of them. And it was Damn, it, it was freaking awesome. phenomenal, man. That's it was, so it was such a great feeling. Now, did you get to meet them? Uh, so I met Trey. And, wow. and, and he was awesome. Uh Mike and Billy, I really didn't get to talk to at all. Uh, but um, it's again, Trey, Trey was awesome. He came and watched, uh, like, a, a, I'd say at least like I saw him on the side of the stage for like eight or nine bands. He, he was really cool, he was immersive, like, he was, he was walking around having a good time. But yeah, there, dude, there were so many big bands on that tour. Uh, we got we got to spend time with Jimmy Eat World, Panic at the Disco. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got on the plane ride over there. I was sitting next to Odorous Arungus from Gore, and he just—he's not wearing any of the crazy nonsense. Yeah. What was he's that just, like? 
it, it, it's oh my god the stories this guy told he was the most ridiculous human being i've ever had a conversation with but so he was hilarious to be in gore well i'm sorry say that again i feel like you would have to be like a ridiculous human being to be in gore oh yeah there <laughs> i watched their set probably more than i watched anybody else's uh the, it's it's the most entertaining show like ever people getting eaten by dragons and worm creatures. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. There's, the there's spewing fake blood everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a kind of ridiculous show, but it's, it's also fantastic. It's just so entertaining. It was, it was a great time. Um, How did you find out that was him? Like, did he, you know, oh no! He he told me after talking to him for about fifteen minutes. Uh, we're like we're we're sitting there getting our little chicken cordon blues delivered from the the, the stewardess, yeah. and 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 I and he asked me what band I was in. I was like, oh, I, I sing in a band called I Call Fives. He's like, that's cool, man. He's like, he's like, you like what you're doing? I was like, yeah, I love this, man. I'm I'm getting flown across the world right now to play music. I I can't I can't can't beat that. And he's like, oh yeah, man. He's like he's like yeah, I I I, I sing in Gore. I was like, what? I was like Gore. Uh, like like gwar gore <laughs> and, oh and he's like yeah man i'm odorous Arungus. i was like holy shit rest in peace by the way holy wow. cow he passed away that was a shame that is so wild that like just what a what an odd odd sequence of events so, so they were playing the same festival yes so it's called Soundwave. it's uh yeah. it's a little bit bigger than like our uh like sort of how like warped war was here uh, it did have, and it, it's, I'd say, a wider array of acts. That's what it sounds um, like. Yeah, on like on one side they had like uh, Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, I think Corn uh, played. Uh, I, I don't remember the whole lineup, but it was ridiculous. We got to see so many awesome bands, and it was cool. That's I, I remember the the bands I enjoyed playing with the most like while we were there the ones I you know stood on the side stage and like really took it in uh, AFI was amazing wow. uh, Jimmy Eat World again I, I I'm a huge Jimmy Eat World fan so sitting there and just watching them play here you me like I'm I'm like I'm not crying you're crying bro yeah <laughs> no, it's, it's it really is it's it's kind of amazing uh, Panic obviously Panic at the Disco mm. oh my god that guy puts on a show. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, and he, he sounds just as good in the studio as he does live. It's He's just a like, monster, bro. He's not boy. human. Mm-hmm. I pride myself on my ability to sing like live when I like, I, I you know, I'm, I'm not going to try to sound as arrogant as possible here, but if I'm, you know, singing acoustic or like where I'm not like diving into a crowd trying to do front flips, mm-hmm. you know, onto people like I, I I pride myself on my ability to sing it the way you hear it on the record. Yeah, kind of thing. I like I, that. This this guy is he is phenomenal, bro. Like I, I'm listening to him warm up singing Bohemian Rhapsody like high to low, and I'm, I I'm just like, say, yeah. I, I, I I'm having the conversation. I was like, dude, get, get out of here, get, yeah. go on stage, bro. <laughs> like he very much has like the Freddie Mercury effect where you know just gifted singer but you know just talented and gifted and all of those you know synonyms just like born to sing he couldn't be doing anything else like couldn't see that guy working nine to five like that's just his thing man it's and and it's it's the total truth and he he grinds man and that that's the real difference like you'll see and what i've noticed personally just from my experience in the business you can have the most talent in the history of the world if you're not willing to work while you're out there and grind and try to take advantage of every opportunity you can to get in front of people you will not be successful that's like and like just to use brennan yuri as an example uh like as phenomenal as he is the whole time he's there, he's networking, he's moving around, he's talking to everyone, like having a conversation with me, like, you know, the singer of I Call Fives, you know, we're this pop punk band from South Jersey that, you know, maybe not the most relevant thing in the world to him to still take the time to have a conversation and not to think you're above anyone and always making sure that you're either helping people get to a better place, which that that's my big thing. Like, Whenever yeah. I, you know, we toured around and we played with bands that opened up to us and they're like, oh, dude, I love you guys. You know, I want to hang out with you. My big thing was like, I, I, I want to like succeed together. I really, I hated all the quarrels and nonsense that like a lot of these bands had with each other and, and including ourselves. Like, you know, you know, we were in some other nonsense situations with other bands as well. But the, the whole important thing is that, you know, we got older. 
but we're still young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but the, the important thing is really is we, I really, I want to see people succeed. And when you do that work and you help other people succeed, they're always going to be there to help you as well, which is such a huge deal. Yeah. It seems like, like, I don't, uh, I'll be on, I don't have a lot of uh, experience in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my time being in bands is, is pretty short. But from what, you know, from all these conversations that we've had with, you know, people in your position is that really what helps you move forward is putting people up on your shoulders because somebody's going to go, oh, Jeff from My Call Fives, awesome dude, like coolest guy ever, you know, feel free to talk to him, feel free to hit him up, ask for advice, all that stuff. Like, that's what really gets things moving. And then, you know, you also just kind of build a better image of yourself instead of, you know, like... I feel like people will have one bad experience with a band and they'll be like, yeah, I love this band's music, but that guy, he's a dick, like stuff like that, you know? And so you have an awesome story about, you know, Brandon Urie, who's on top of this game right now. And so like, that's cool stuff to hear. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it is really cool. And again, it's that I can't stress how important that is in the industry to just be a well-liked person with every opportunity. And again, don't, and I don't want to say this the wrong way. You do not want to be fake. You want to be yourself. You just, and and that's the most important thing. I feel like even like in the past, I've had, I've had issues where I felt like I wasn't exactly myself in a lot of certain, you know, situations. And I, I I really feel like that took away from me. It took Mm -hmm. away from us as a band and it's, I don't want to say it took away from the music because I really, I highly doubt it had any, you know, uh, any anything against the music. But you really do. You have to build the realist. Yeah, yeah. You, you got. I, I like to be very upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's you, you got to be yourself. And but again, you also have to take into account of what other people are doing, what other people are seeing, what other people are hearing. Uh, you also want to squash any nonsense. There will be some nonsense that will come out at some points in time. You want to make sure you address it and make sure that, you know, the true account of what, you know, the, any kind of music you've written, anything like that. Uh, so again, I'm, I'm, I wasn't the, even the original singer of I call fives and a lot of people, I, when I first joined the band, I was met with a lot of, you know, like, Oh, bring back the old singer and stuff like that. And I had to, and honestly, I, 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 I don't want to say I power through it, but I worked through it and it's, you know, it is, it is what it is. It, it I, all I want to do is I want to play music. I love being on stage I, I love the people I write music with and that's what I want to keep doing. So that's why we're coming back because I, I, I missed it so much. Drew missed it so much. Mike and Ant, we're all here because we love playing music and that's, and we, we didn't want to stop. So Drew gave me a call and he was like, Hey man, what's going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. you want to, you want to, you want to give it a, give it another shot. Give it, yeah. Yeah. Take it for a spin. Exactly. And, and that, that was, that, that was big for me. I, I was just like, you know what I do, Let let's, let's do yeah. this. I, I, I got like 30 songs sit, sitting on, sitting on paper over here and not well, doing I'm anything. Glad you asked. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go record this, but it's nice because now we're, now we're all back together. We're putting these ideas together and they're coming out with some new stuff. Uh, and again, uh, we're, I'm sorry I can't give you guys more information because no, uh, all good, understandable. We got some announcements. Everything will be announced sometime. I would assume very soon, probably within the next month. What we can tell our listeners now is keep your eyes peeled on I Call Five social media. Hundred <laughs> percent. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I got to work on a TikTok. I don't even know how to work that, but I got to figure, figure that, that one out too. <laughs> My my wife sends me TikTok videos all the time, like of you know, just like comedy or like her like oh, random stuff with an animal or a cute dog or something like that. And I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> I don't have this, but yeah, this is adorable. So I do. I have a I have a very very big question I've been meaning to ask, and I'm very excited for to ask this. As a sure. as a as a frontman and lyricist, I've always loved your guys' lyrics. Like you're very catchy. You know, they're very good. What What is your process? Like, do you get, like, the music and then just start writing along? Or do you kind of just get, like, these ideas and you're like, I want to go with this idea and go from there? So every song can be a little different. Um, when it, for, for me, writing lyrics and melodies, uh, a lot of the time I will have an idea or something that I want to get a point across. Um, 
and I'll, I'll I'll come up with like a line that I think could be a hook, like the the first line of a chorus. Like I'm, I'm like I'm thinking exactly like what would I want to be like? Hell yeah, in the crowd to like sing along with, and I've always had that thought in my mind because that's for me as a singer one of the greatest feelings of you know touring around and playing playing all these shows is when you know you have someone in the crowd like passionately singing the words that you wrote so that's like i want that feeling all the time so i like my first focus typically goes towards that hook and then when i come up with like that melody or something like that i'll bring that to them and like i play guitar and piano myself as well and and like i i i write a lot of songs as well obviously front to back but my the guitar players and drew the bass player like they're i don't want to say they're more talented musicians but they're they're better at guitar than i am and they can they can bring ideas that i don't necessarily bring to the table right away and that can change something incredibly so actually one of the most recent songs we wrote we have not recorded it yet but we're most likely going to put it on something that comes out a little later um was this little guitar lick that I heard Mike, our uh, guitar player, just playing it every time he was like going to warm up. I was like, dude, what the hell is that? Is I was like, that's that's awesome. Is that like some like un song I never heard of before? Like, is that some old stuff? And he's like, oh, dude, it's, it's just it's this uh, little lick I you know I wrote you know a couple years ago or so on and so forth. And I was just like, I have a melody that fits over that perfect, and it's I, can I curse on this? Oh, Go yeah. ahead. It's fucking awesome. It's <laughs> it's it's like and and straight up, he's like he's like, oh my god, I never heard that over top of that, like like that kind of melody and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's and and I was like, oh dude, this is hooky as hell. Like this is a good like opening to a song. It's sing alongy. It's catchy. But in the whole, uh, and I'm sorry, kind of straight away from the question there. But in the whole process of writing lyrics and melodies, I, I, I focus on a central idea, something, a, a point I want to get across, a story I want to tell. And I, 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 me personally, I focus on the melody and the lyrics, and then I try to add music to it. There have been, and again, there have been several occasions to where there's a full song brought to me in either you know just guitar or just a rhythm, and I have, and I've put some of those melodies and lyrics that I've already written over top of them, which is nice because you don't dictate your melody and your lyrics around a rhythm and it makes it sound a little different, which is great because again, if you're writing just to the guitar, like trying to put something over top of it, something brand new, you're sometimes you're going to be influenced by what you're what you're hearing coming from the guitar and stuff like that so it's it's usually it's a, it's a good idea to merge those two i'm not saying that's that's the wrong way to do it i'm just saying that's that's from my experience that's the best way i was doing it well you're definitely successful at it because every time i hear i call five i immediately start thinking of elevator music yeah <laughs> i mean that hook that is just damn elevator me. song <laughs> no no so uh and it's and it's funny uh I used to work at Best Buy uh, while I was on tour. I, they would let me leave for eight or nine months at a time and I would come back and I work, you know, like a week here or there and they let me keep my job because I had like the greatest managers of all time. Uh, but uh, while I was driving home from work one day, I was going, actually I was going to my cousin's house cause he was having a party. I, the, I, 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 I straight up, I was, I was like, I thought of this little hook line. I was like, I hope this is the elevator music when you're going to hell. Like, you have to listen to this for the rest of your life. I forget who I was angry at, but it was someone at Best Buy. It was like a customer. And I was like, like, you're going to hear that ringing sound in your head for the, you know. So anyways, that that's where the idea came from. But and then uh, there was, again, same thing. There was a little guitar lick. And I was like, I was like, I got something for that. And we put it over top of it. And now we never hear the end of it when we play shows. <laughs> it's pretty cool though. It's just it's just so catchy. And and, and that's uh, thank you. <laughs> that, I mean, that's I don't know. That's, that's all I can right say. now in my head. It's just it's so catchy. I mean thank the you. melody, the lyrics, is very well done. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, again, it's you know going through and looking back at like all the songs we've written and stuff. I and. Uh, it becomes more apparent how hook 
uh, like lead I am personally because that's that's my again that's my favorite part of the song I really I, I love the sing-alongy stuff where you know kids are crowd surfing and we're having a great time that's why I if you love elevator music I really uh, I think you'll enjoy some of the stuff I, I'm trying my hard, uh, yeah. hardest to dance around information <laughs> we'll it all out we'll censor the whole conversation uh, no 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 <laughs> well no, uh, it's all good, but let me you, do this you'll, for you. you'll enjoy the the news i'm excited <laughs> and i'll help you out here for anybody who hasn't ever really listened to i call fives some of my favorite hooks are also on the fall guy and oh fuck just totally down's got some great ones oh that one's a great one too yeah, if you like if you like acoustic music, uh, we released. Uh, it's called "Gives Bad Advice." Uh, it's an acoustic version. That's my dog's freaking out. My wife must be home. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, released a, a. It was like an entry acoustic EP that we uh, we took questions and we wrote songs around the the bad advice that we were going to give to people, and Down was one of them. And uh, yeah, that's that's. That's one of my uh, that was one of my favorite acoustic songs. I, I love that song. Honestly, if if you're listening to this and you just want really good hooks, just go listen to their entire self self titled because pretty much every song I was just looking at the track listing has amazing hooks to it. Like Stuck in Three, Backup Plan, Fall Guy, they all have great two sides of every story. Like just great hooks. Awesome, hell yeah, I appreciate that, man. And Jeff, while we're actually on bad advice, uh, you guys hit the tenth anniversary of that this year, right? We certainly did. Yeah, man. So I wanted to ask you guys, and I know you've, I guess you've sort of alluded to it, but um, I don't think we've asked it directly yet. So what has changed the most for you guys in the last 10 years since that's been released? It has been a very long time. Uh, the biggest changes that I would say personally, again, I can't speak for the other guys, but I, I really feel like from what I've heard, from what we brought together, there's there's just... A, there's, is a speck of maturity that's been, that's come into the music. Uh, the The music's a little bit more intricate. Uh, the leads are a little bit more diverse. Um, I think, and, and I'm really happy that you guys loved our old music. And and again, I, I I love it. I'll always be proud of it. I, I think these new songs even tell like a better story. I'm, I'm re- well, and again, I'm really excited to release it because again, it, it's still pop punk. We're, you know, we're a pop punk fan, but again, I, I, I really, I think there's a lot more content in this and I'm, I'm very excited to release, uh, this new stuff for all you guys. I can't wait. I'm very excited. I, I'm excited too. We've been, we've been sitting on some of this. I'm like, the only person who's really heard it is my wife. And she's like, why can't I listen to this on, you know, the radio yeah. or Spotify yet? <laughs> I was actually wondering, so, um, you know, you guys have had, you know, pretty decent gaps since the last time you released any or published anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what, I guess, out of the, you know, new material that's going to be coming out, you know, when, I'm going to try my best to word this, um, but I guess, like, what was the, you know, song you've been sitting on the long, or has there, yeah, what what, what duration, um, <laughs> you know, has... Uh, Oh man, I'm I'm really. I think I'm you tried to say of, of the new songs you're putting yeah. out, which one was written like? Yeah, which longest, one was written like, the longest ago, or uh, gotcha. how long ago was it? I, I know you can't necessarily tell us titles right now, but yeah, how long yeah. ago was that written? There we no, go. Thank that's you, okay. No, no, that's okay. Well done. Yeah, teamwork yeah. makes the dream work. There you go. With the assist. So, I'll be I'll be 100 honest. Uh, the the song that was probably the oldest, or that we've taken pieces from. Because again, this this has all been really a uh, like a collective of us bringing music together. Really, is it's still pre- it's pretty fresh. Uh, they're all all within the last year and a half. So uh, we've been we've been playing and writing for a while. We decided that you know we kind of hinted that you know we were you know in the works or practicing like through vague Twitter comments and stuff like that a little over a year ago. But I don't want to I don't want to say we weren't serious, but we weren't as seriously back into it like we are now uh and again it and i think that really picked up probably maybe maybe four or five months ago to where we really lit a fire under our own asses kind of thing and just we're gonna put out this music uh you know we're you know we're we're gonna we're gonna make a comeback and we're we're, we're gonna you know just do what we love doing and so, but 
Oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. Just it, it just wasn't like it wasn't like a a pre-written song or pre-written songs from like years and years and years ago or uh, stuff that we would have put on an old EP or an old full length or something like that. Uh, We actually we came across that like we had some songs that like I, you know, I don't call them B-sides, but we had some songs that we went back to and we're like, hey, I, I really like this. I'd like to use it again. And we we all kind of agreed that like, hey, listen, this this is. This is going to be all new music. This is going to be what we are now, not what we were then kind of thing. Uh, and again, you know, how, how different can we be in eight years kind of thing? But it's still it's, it's a long time for not writing music uh, a certain way. And the way again, the way we're doing it now, I'm, I'm super excited. And again, I think anyone who's been a fan of us in the past would really enjoy this. And I, again, I, I hope you'll enjoy it even more. I, really I like do. that philosophy a lot. I like I like the idea of like coming in like we're not going to take something like it's so easy to to be like oh like we had this idea when we were doing the self title like let's try and revamp it but with the gap like we were talking about eight years you know and you were saying before how the new stuff you've written is so much more intricate and mature it's it's nice to come back in with freshness because of that it's different and it's what you want to sound like now not something you're trying to rehash. Absolutely. And and that's why we decided to do that. It was such a big deal for us because when we came in, we had easy outs. We had songs already written that we had not released. We had we had that option. And I'm really glad we didn't take that route. Um, there, there were, there were some times again, where we may have considered playing an older song or using parts from older songs that, you know, may have never been released kind of thing. Uh, but really going forward, we just, you know, this this is going to be us and that's and again i i i pray people love it i really do and like I, and i i really they think they i really think everybody will enjoy it but the the important thing to me is that we enjoy what we're doing one of the reasons that we stopped you know touring and playing music you know I, as much as we want to say you know we got you know we got a little older we had a lot you know more responsibilities and stuff like that towards the end i really feel like we did ourselves a disservice we weren't putting out as much music or writing the music the way that we should have at that point. And now that's, that's why I love what we're doing now because we're doing it the right way. We're, we're, we're all invested in it and we all enjoy what we're doing. And you can tell just by the quality of the work that's coming out. So I'm stoked on that. Hell yeah. So where did you guys go and record this new material? Uh, so, uh, so Casey, the, uh, guitar, Guitars of the Wonder Years. He has a studio in Blackwood, New Jersey, which is very convenient. Only ten minutes from my house. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> hell yeah! Mark, it's you didn't even have to sleep around the studio. Or oh yeah, no, it was phenomenal. Oh, man, that's uh, nice commute. <laughs> nah, so, so I've done that in the past. You know, so yeah. we, we, when we recorded in Baltimore, you know, we we stayed in the hotel or we stayed oh, in the uh, in the recording studio. That's why. Actually alluded to when we uh, did uh, on bad advice two days or a lifetime of failure. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that song, but that entire song was written about. We had a whole verse and like chorus, like completely different song, and we were just so unhappy with it that we literally we sat and rewrote the whole song in a hotel room. That's what two days left in a rise. I saw in a hotel room in Baltimore. Like that's that, so sick. <laughs> it was, and now looking back, I'm really glad that that happened, but I'm really at that time. I was so upset with myself that like, I let us go into the studio with something that we weren't hundred percent proud of. Uh, I'm really cool. It turned into like, I'm really excited that it turned into a story. But in the future, I never let that happen again. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no. Now that uh, so again, is Casey from the Wonder Years? Uh, he has he has a brand new studio uh, studio he set up. Uh, he helped us with pre production, uh, and you know he 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 mixed everything like. Again, I'm trying to like dance around what and yeah, what yeah, we have. Yeah, but... sorry, I'm I'm prodding a little too much. I know. No, I no, to... not not at all. It's okay. I'm not <laughs> even saying on the podcast. No, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, but yeah, no, he was uh he was he was phenomenal. His 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 pre pro work uh, really helped uh you know adjust and shape some of the songs to where you know I feel like we got the best outcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he and and not all, and the whole time. He, what a stand up guy. What yeah. a nice guy. <laughs> 
So that that's cool that you guys have had that relationship, you know, for it sounds like years at this point now, and uh, you were able to just you know kind of hit them up and uh, you know see what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's a, we we've we've always had a, a really solid relationship with uh, with the guys in the Wonder Years, and uh, again we're from the same area. Yeah. I mean, even even when before I was in I Call Fives, we were playing like skating rinks around here in like other bands and VFW halls and stuff gotcha. like that, and. <laughs> we were talking about Brendan Urie working hard earlier. You want to, you want to talk about a, a hardworking front man and talk about soupy from the wonder years yeah. that, Oh my God, what, what a monster an absolute beast for marketing himself and his band. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to kiss uh, anyone's butt any uh, too hard here, but yeah, what, uh, dude, what a monster. I love I'm hearing like stories about them. Cause I, I'm a huge wonder years fan. Like they've been like a huge, like impact on like, you know, my music career, my writing and stuff. So who I love if, who, if you don't listen to the Wonder Years, go listen to the Wonder Years. They're fucking <laughs> yeah. phenomenal. You heard it here first. Go listen to the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one has ever said this ever. <laughs> yeah, I n- never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want all the credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. So when did, uh, I guess, when did your, you know, relationship start with those guys? Um, in terms of, I guess, you, you can um, sort of name maybe, you know, albums that you guys were, sort of touring on at that time you know yeah so, so when i my my first tour with i call fives was an east coast tour with the wonder years uh we opened up for them um uh i'm trying to i can't recall who else was on that tour but i, I know i know it was it was us in the wonder years we did uh east coast and a little bit of the midwest um and they had already had such a solid relationship uh especially with drew uh, our bass player um, they actually even mentioned Drew in one of their songs. Uh, Drew's too busy sexting with some no girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, Drew's, Drew's had a really solid relationship with them. Uh, and that goes back to even before I was in the band. And uh, like I said, I'm, I was, I was super grateful that he had that relationship because it, you know, got, I was able to ha- establish a better relationship with them yeah. after that. And yeah, they're, they're a great group of guys absolutely awesome they and uh that you know they they've took a uh, they've taken us out on other things they've had us on shows and stuff all the time and and again any any way that they can help they lend a hand and again that's just another another example of how important it is to like yeah be good to the people around you and support each other and, and that's again i'm so big on that hell yeah Oh, I thought you had a question. <laughs> no, nope. Just wanted to say because yeah, that's that's great to hear. Hell yeah! That needs to be driven home. That don't be a dick. Yes. Yeah, it's. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I really hate that it has to be driven home, but it's it's such a thing. And I really and I just I just want I want anyone who ever is aspiring to be in a band or even a musician, you'll be you'll be a better musician and a better artist by being a better person. And, I mean, you even really hit the nail on the head Brandon Yuri, who goes into any room and is the biggest person in the room takes time to talk to everybody 100% you know you're never too big to be in the room you're in and and that's and I can tell you there's there's I've seen plenty of people who you know uh weren't in that state of mind to where they felt like you know they were too important to do certain things or too important to hang around shows or talk to fans and things of that nature. And I think that's kind of stupid. I one of the funnest parts about being in this band is that when we were touring around, I, I had established like legitimate friendships and relationships with people all over the country, the world. Like I, 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 I'm not even joking. Like I, I have friends from Australia and Canada and England that, that tune into me playing video games. Uh, cause again, I, I, I stream video games. I play call of duty and they'll stop by and they'll ask me questions about, I call fives. And, and like, I think that's fucking awesome. Like we haven't released anything like any new music in years and they're still, you know, stopping by and hanging out or just, you know, checking in on me, making sure I'm good. I, I've, again, I've got friends all across the country. God forbid I'm ever in a situation where I need to sleep on somebody's floor again. But if that's the case, like I know, I know I can fly out to Chicago right now and I have a litany of friends that can, you know, I can hang out with and they'll take care of me, Minnesota, California, like anywhere. Like that's, I've built such solid relationships. And if you're not, you know, at the venues and doing that and establishing those relationships and building those things up, you're really not giving yourself the opportunity to be as successful as you can. And you're really, you're just, you're taking away from yourself and, and, 
you're one of, like I said, one of the best parts about this is the relationships that you'll form within the industry. It's crazy. So I was wondering, um, what's a band that you guys have toured with that you just got, you guys connect so well, like you get together, like I can think of a band right now, like we're basically best friends. We almost talk weekly with uh, a band called Real Talk out of uh, their band is New like England. Seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know Real Talk. That's awesome. Great, great pop punk band. Love those guys. But yeah, we just I also like kicked their ass at fantasy football. <laughs> no. So maybe we may not be as good of friends as we say, but um, now we'll be all right. <laughs> like, we just get along so well with them. I think you know, just really vibe like. Uh, so what is, you know, what's like a band for you guys that, you know, whether it be recently or, you know, way in the past that you guys just, it just connects when you guys are on the road. Uh, we, we had a bunch of friends like this and I really would hate to omit anyone, but there, there, there are a few bands that where it just, again, and I know exactly what you're talking about, where it just clicked, where you guys are pals and like, even like that's even down the line, I've. You know, we still chat via social media and stuff like that. We were really, really close with, uh, obviously, the Wonder Years. Uh, we were really close with uh, with the Punches mm-hmm. uh, up up around your area. Yeah, we just um, talked to them. Well, not just talked to them. It was a few months ago. But, yeah, great guys. Great guys. Who did you talk with uh, from with the Punches? Uh, Dustin and Shane. From... I'm sorry, I was going to football, too. Yeah, Dustin and Shane. Dustin and Shane. Yeah, I, I, I love those guys very much. Yeah, they are great people. Playing. My old band played when they did the reunion show back in 2017. We played with them at Poughkeepsie. Oh, hell yeah. And we got like really just going together. And we played a few more shows with them. We played uh, Long Island, Oneana. And then, uh, yeah, Dustin, I talked to pretty regularly. He's awesome. That's, yeah, no, Dustin's the man. He's, he's like, and it's funny because, you know, it, it, he wouldn't come off of it, you know, as it right away, but he's the biggest sweetheart in the world. <laughs> he's, he's such, such a good dude. He's also like a big proponent, like you were saying about just like, you know, band guys being cool and like using their platforms. And like, he's a great example of that. 100%. And it's, and again, he, I, 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 I don't know what else to say about him. I love him. He's such a solid dude. Uh, him and him and Shane. Oh my God. Some of the, some of the most ridiculous tours, tour stories in the world come from Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast when he came on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I sure you had a couple for you. Was he the one? Uh, maybe I'm I'm getting I'm gonna get the state wrong for sure. It may have been uh, in you know Illinois and Chicago or something like that. But they played a show and he just he like somebody in the band. It may have been him. Drank like a ton, like like piss drunk and got <laughs> on the bus. They had to drive like states over to play like a hometown show or something like that. Uh-huh. And then um, he sobered up in time and played like fine, but was like out for like eleven hours. So. <laughs> I think it was definitely changed. Uh, what was yeah. So so I I can neither confirm nor deny, but I would not doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> no no, but th- yeah no. So no, nah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's awesome people, awesome people, yeah. great times, wonderful stories. Uh, but yeah, so. In terms of like other other bands, to just just not to leave anybody off the list, yeah. uh, it's a uh, we're really good friends with the guys in Handguns. We did a lot of tours with them. Uh, we um, guys from We Are the Union were awesome. Uh, oh my god, we played with so many freaking bands, man. Uh, uh, guys in Real Friends, awesome uh, story so far. Awesome guys. I'm 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 just uh, it's really hard to find like That's like quite a roster like <laughs> it's yeah. you know it's it's actually really funny in the court in the course of about six six to eight months I forget how far apart they were but uh, we took that's uh, uh, so on I think it was the no it wasn't the We Are the Union tour I forget who else was on that tour but Real Friends I, I believe it was like their first like uh, venture out uh, of you know their hometown kind of thing on their first like actual like little tour uh, was going going out with us which was pretty cool and uh, the story so far is first full American was We Are the Union us uh, uh, I obviously I call us <laughs> I'm saying my own name I'm special <laughs> uh, but and uh, Handguns was on that too uh, yeah is it, it's just it's it's really crazy how and and again and super successful and the uh, dudes and state champs same thing like 
it's so cool seeing people that you not only have a great respect for, but like, just like appreciate as people like achieve such success. And again, like the 18 or 19 year old version of me was, was, didn't feel exactly that way. You know, like I was so excited. Like I wanted to be, you know, wanted that rock star life, you know, wanted to do all that crazy thing. And the more I toured and like established these relationships with all these awesome people, like, and that, you know, we all look out for each other. And like, again, you, it's, it's such a cool thing that not, again, not only, you know, the, you know, friends and I guess family at this point, uh, the people you meet around the country that let you crash at their place, but like all the other bands you play with that are doing the same thing, you know, just trying to, just trying to share what they make and create with other people and have a great time doing it. And that's, we, we got to play with so many like awesome bands, some that have achieved major success, some that never really got major success, but we're still so fucking talented uh you know we just got we got to see so many so many things oh uh, another another band i i really want to mention because i'm just i'm such a huge fan i still listen to their stuff all the time uh, you guys ever listen to born without bones yes born without bones is phenomenal if you haven't listened to them go check them out scott their singer not only did he let us sleep on his floor all the time but i am envious of how fucking awesome of a songwriter and singer he is dude he is a monster go check them out you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Wonder Years and Born Without Bones. Hells yeah. We need to make a shirt that just says hell yeah, because I've said it so many fucking yeah. times. I've said it a million times. I just I'm I recently watched the uh, the ban- the banana bread video. I, uh, yeah, banana bread, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I get one thing stuck in my head, I'll keep saying it for at least like a month and a half. Yeah. But. We have like a few things we usually do. Like usually we we shout out Rolling Rock. Cause it's amazing, but today I, want, today I really want to shout out Twisted T. Twisted T. Oh my uh, God! Racist weapon of choice. <laughs> so if you if you follow my uh, so, so again my my Jeff Todd Lob my my gaming page that I stream on Monday through Friday 9 p.m. till 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but on Instagram I posted uh, I don't know if you guys ever played Call of Duty the loadout my my main primary gun was a Twisted T and it's. <laughs> it's it's hysterical. I I, um, I I I just woke up to a litany of memes, and I had no idea what the hell Twisted T did to deserve it. Yeah. And my wife's like, "Oh, you haven't watched that video? I watched it like six times already." I was like, "This came out today. Like, come on." The I'm amount like, of force that yeah. went into that can to make it blow up like that. Oh my god, that poor it's man's crazy. face. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna need some reconstructive surgery. That thing. Uh. You he know, came up off his feet. Did you see that? Like, he, like he, he got some air on that one. That you know, ridiculous. you know how that guy got famous for uh, like longboarding and drinking the um. Yep, the, ocean the spray. spray. Yeah, ocean spray. Yeah, I hope that guy gets sponsored too. Twisted T needs to send him a car filled with twisted T. <laughs> like, and dude, just say don't drink and drive. But here you go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, here's a truck full of alcohol. Exactly. <laughs> No, that's awesome. No, it's I, I, again. I, 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 I don't like to condone violence, but that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, if he oh was, my god, that was yeah. He, that, he had that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah, that it just needs to happen one time in your life, and uh, hopefully he'll never uh, he'll never do that again. He'll never <laughs> look at a twisted T the same way. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he saw that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was looking at anything. Yeah, that could have been a roll of toilet paper for all he knew. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that kid saw was stars. <laughs> so, man, um, I wanted. I had some final questions for you. Sure. And so, I we've actually done a pretty good job. I think of. Uh, we usually have kind of you know a few band shoutouts. Um. I, I know we've gotten to a lot of the big artists that you've, you know, come across, but maybe is there anybody recently that you've been listening to that you think everybody should know it's about or, um, you know, maybe uh, bands along the way that you've played that, you know, uh, may not necessarily have as quite big of a platform yet. You know, anybody you want to share. Um, and then after we go through bands, we do a uh, beer of the week usually. And so Roll that's actually a great transition uh, from the <laughs> conversation. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of a two-parter. But go ahead with the bands, and then we'll get to the drinks after. Um, honestly, I'll tell you, I'm so far disconnected because we haven't had the ability to play shows. But yeah. the, I, I do I do have a couple bands that I, I have been checking out that I, I – 
not only enjoy their music, but I, I, I enjoy them as people. And again, I'm, I'm all about supporting good people. Uh, they got, and actually one of them was actually on your podcast already. The guys from goalkeeper, uh, <laughs> also just beat Mark and universally yeah, loved. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, it's just good people, man. And again, having that mentality and establishing relationships, stuff like that. Well, it's again, it's going to get your, your, your name in the right places. Uh, but yeah, a billion times, but yeah, Mark was one of the guys who hosted us when we, uh, you know, played in Philly. That's so awesome. Oh yeah. What a good guy. All exactly. the murders off. And, uh, the, the, the other band that I, you know, I mean, it's going to sound really biased, but I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, nominee. You guys ever listened to nominee? Oh, I, I do like nominee. So, uh, the singer of nominee is our old guitarist, Chris McClellan. Uh, they're, they're out of Texas. Yeah. You should check them out if you haven't already. Uh, awesome. 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 My question. I didn't know who I, I knew one of you guys was a nominee, but I didn't know. Yep. What so, and it's, we're, we're, we're still very good friends. Uh, as a matter of fact, cool. I think I'm going to be playing some, uh, some call of duty with Chris, uh, <laughs> coming up soon on, uh, my live stream. Just have him jump in. Uh, he says he loves playing it, but he's terrible. So I can't wait to carry him. I'm very excited for that. Love the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm going to have to put on the old backpack, have him hop on in there. I'm a beast. Carry so, all the way through. <laughs> But yeah, so, those would be my, those would be my two suggestions. If you guys are looking for new music, uh, nominees phenomenal. Uh, again, the, and again, goalkeeper, awesome, absolutely awesome. Sweet. And so, beer of the week. I'm not sure. Uh, we've we've actually haven't done a research on some people and have asked like straight up straight edge people like, hey, what's your beer of the week? And it's so <laughs> embarrassing. So, um, oh, duels, uh, not water. water. <laughs> so, yeah. not, so I'll preface that. <laughs> No, that's cool. I, I so I, I I wouldn't call myself a beer drinker. I drink beer all the time, but it's like I'm I I, I drink Coors Light. That's that's, good that's 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 my that's my go to. It's practically water, and it gets you to the place where it's yeah. supposed to. <laughs> track in these last few podcasts, we're getting further away from PBR. Almost everybody goes PBR, and I'm very happy that we're getting away from that. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I can't tell you how many times we showed up like at a show and like are like a bit, you know, at a point where we were able to have rioters and stuff where they have, you know, food, you know, like sandwich stuff and PB and J and stuff, no matter what beer you put on there, you could put rolling rock. You can put Coors Light, Bud Light, no matter what you put on that rider, you were getting PBR. <laughs> like, like no matter, I, I'm sure like once you know, once you get to a certain level, they actually listen. <laughs> but we, we did that. Otherwise, did otherwise you're drinking PBR, bro. These guys are young, they'll like it, right? <laughs> yeah, I exactly. did booking and I always bought them Bud Light. I never even read that just saw a case and then I stopped and I bought them. <laughs> no, no, dude. They, I, I, I would never have had a problem with that. I like, I'm I'm, a, I'm just a sucker for light beers. And like if people give me, give me crap for it. Like, Oh, you, you got to try this IPA, bro. It'll change your life. You'll have one of them and you want to kill yourself. And like, get the <laughs> hell out of here, bro. I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I guess I have weak taste buds, but I just, I, I'm not, not a huge like hoppy or, you know, like grainy kind of beer guy. I'm not a big I'm fan a huge, of that stuff. Huge beer connoisseur, but I always say there's a time and a place for cheap beer everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say right now. <laughs> yeah. It's also tough. Like, I feel like if you're yeah. at shows, you don't want an IPA before the show. You're not going to be able to play. You don't no. want IPAs after the show because you got to talk to people and you don't. You don't want to be pissed drunk in front of a fan who's trying to ask you questions. So it's just like light beers. It's the way to go. It's the official uh, beer like, show. This, you know? And I'll, this just I'll, might be the alcoholic in me, but like I can't drink like four IPAs and be fine. I could drink like a six pack and, of like Bud Light and be like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, you know? it, no, dude, I'm telling you, it hits different. It's different. I'm telling you. And I've, I've had my fair share of IPAs. And every every time I'm like, this this wasn't even, this wasn't like beer. Like, I'm gone. Like, I do not yeah, want to. Yeah. Like, no way, bro. Get out of here. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that's but I, I'll, I'll be I'll be 100% honest. When we toured around uh, and, you know, we had you know a lot of beers, I, I was very very rarely drinking beer while we were at shows because i was so concerned with how it would affect my vocals mm. and especially dude um you i i would 
sweat out a gallon of sweat at every show. And if I had, if I had one beer, like at the end of it, because there's no like water left in your body the next day, like you would have just the worst hangover. And I just, I just got tired of that. So I chug water, uh, before and, and like during the show and after the show, I'll have like a beer or two or something like that. But before or after the show, no thanks. Like, I just, yeah, I, I'm all about hydration because again, <laughs> I'm I'm already like too worried about how my vocals are gonna sound. Like, I, I don't I don't need anything else on top of that. <laughs> yeah, that it definitely like boosts the nerves if I'm like, oh god, I got a buzz. Like, what are we forgetting tonight? Like, what? Uh, no, tonight, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, yeah, that yeah, that's that's definitely not an option for me. And if and if it happened with somebody else, I was angry at them, <laughs> like a hundred percent. You're like, yeah, I know I thought, that. I stopped really like drinking before shows when I completely flipped two verses. <laughs> first verse and the first verse second like it worked out but like I, it was yeah. pretty obvious <laughs> i think every singer has had that mistake i i've had it happen a show where i've literally sang the wrong words to my own song uh this i mean th- there's there's so many occasions i've seen of that of other bands doing that and like n- with nothing involved no alcohol no anything yeah. they just like that stuff happens it, it, and again it is what it is. <laughs> like yeah, so it's, it's sometimes it's an experience. It's something different. Like like yeah. hey, like yo, I was at that show where Jeff sang the, the chorus backwards. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, and you'll see bands that like have a laugh too, because like their bandmates know, and like you'll see them kind of like give that look out of the yeah. corner of their eye, and they're just yeah. like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's like our guitarist Avery. He'll just give me death eyes every mistake I make. I'll just look over and I'm getting glared at. <laughs> i know i don't need you to stare at me i know yeah exactly i know what i've done leave me alone <laughs> um, i'm good i'm good hell yeah all right man well jeff i appreciate you coming on so much and um so many cool stories like this has been just such a sick episode having somebody who's had you know the career that you've had so far and there's so much more ahead which is oh really we just exciting. starting baby we just started oh yeah back. <laughs> i'm just playing we're not even at the halfway point yet there's still not, another 100 years for this band not even close man i never died like it's just ain't even my whole night that's right so are there any parting words you want to leave the listeners with uh keep your ears out we are going to have very very new stuff uh very very soon and i again i cannot wait to release it it's going to be so exciting for me personally to release again something over such a long period of time we've been waiting to do and again I, i really hope everyone's excited about it i hope you guys enjoy it and uh, I just want to say thank you guys for having me. I appreciate the uh, the chats. I just I just got done my uh, my regular job, hopped in the shower, then hopped right on this. And uh, and and this this was uh, this was, was a fun time. I'm I'm sure I'm sure my wife appreciated not having to listen to me for the last hour. But other than that, uh, yeah, I had a great time, and uh, everything's been good. Also, uh, I just want to let you guys know I listened to uh, the cover that you guys do uh, with uh, oh, with Transit. Oh, thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, I thought that was awesome, man. That's one of my favorite transit songs. I'm a I'm a I'm a huge transit fan. I love it. Love it. It's that, it's that first getting good. I love it. Yeah. Such a hook. Such a hook. Thank you so much. That 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 whole album was just amazing. I mean God, dude, phenomenal. I felt with like the I felt with like the tenure coming up and you know, I was a I was a big fan of Tim and everything. And I was we're thinking of like some ideas for twenty twenty. I was like, I wanna do I wanna do something with transit. Hell yeah, man. Man, I'm so good at talking about everyone other than myself. Anyways, this has been an I Call Fives podcast. You guys have one. <laughs> Dude, no, I I no, fully appreciate you being able to share all of the insight that you have. Um, I feel like I, I know a lot more now, which has been hopefully, great. Hopefully one day when the world permits, we can get together for some shows uh, or some beers yeah, or just, you know. See you guys. Just some fun. So we're, uh, we're yeah, we're, we're trying to... Uh, obviously when everyone's allowed to do shows again and we're, we're able to do that and everybody's safe, uh, that's definitely something we would love to do. Uh, we're, we're not sure how we're going to do shows yet. Mm-hmm. Again, we're, we're all a little bit older. Um, a lot of us have, uh, some, uh, very important commitments and, uh, uh, one year old, <laughs> like, 
I, I have a one-year-old. He's also named Jeff Todd, which is awesome, by the way. He's he's the best. He's my best friend in the whole wide world. Uh, but we are going to do everything in our power to play as many shows as we can. We want to do try to do like some festivals and stuff, as well as you know, smaller tours, kind of like weekend tours, and try to get out and as much as we can. And I I, I love to play with you guys. If we if we can get uh, something set up, yeah, I'd love to do that. You guys are awesome. I mean, that's like the same. It's like the kind of the same plan. It's like we're not like. We're not like young, but we're not like old, and you know, we're like mid to late twenties going, you know. So yeah. we're, kind of, we're kind of like like priorities and shit too. We're so we're figuring everything out. Yep. <laughs> no, I and that and that's that's just the way of the world, man. And like I said, it's there's there's a lot of people who really just kind of like sat on their hands in this pandemic. And then there's a lot of people who work their ass off or tried to achieve something, uh, you know, just things like this, running a podcast or like just creating music, creating video, like anything, just don't let your creativity die. Don't let it happen, bro. And it's like I said, I really, I'm so glad we got to take advantage of this. Um, and, and again, I'm, I was so glad I, that you guys had me on here. I, I never stop talking. I love talking, uh, you know, about everything. So I'm really glad I, uh, you guys are the first podcast that, uh, that I've got to do personally in, uh, probably about a year. Um, so, uh, it's definitely glad, uh, well, excuse me. I'm definitely glad to uh, get back in the swing of things. And, uh, again, uh, keep your eyes and ears out. It's very, very, very soon. New news will be up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hells Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thank you very much. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna connect with you on Facebook. I'm sure Adam's gonna connect with you on Facebook after this. And uh yeah, looking forward to the future with you guys, man. Is the elevator music on your way to hell? And here's to all the stories that you told so well. And knowing everyone was alive. Now I think you're ready to try. So well.